this podcast contains content that may make some people uncomfortable. Check the episode description for specifics. Welcome to the Chaos Module, a non-canon D&D podcast about a group of sporadic oddballs who fumble through some very mysterious and perilous affairs in the city of Neverwinter. I'm David, and I'll be your DM. This week, we're going to be going over what happens in the two weeks leading up to Lord Neverember's funeral. So, we rolled for how nice the door that this gang um, delivered to Eustace in reparations of them destroying his old door was. We rolled a 12 out of 20. (laughs) Eustace was very surprised that they brought this door at all. There's a little note on it, and the note says, Sorry. That is all. Like, that's all it says. It just says it's sorry. A sorry, that is all. Do they, they spell it right? Is it like one R? It's it's one R. <laughs> Two R's on the end or something. They're used oh, to sorry. only writing in like not. They're used to. Is there like a a, a written sorry. version of thieves can't or something? I think it's. Spoken. I don't know. Maybe it's just is. spoken. I don't know. They're not that's used to having to write things. Yeah, just like how you want to interpret it, kind of thing. Sorry about your door. Sorry, sorry sir. That is all. Sorry. Sometimes when I just start talking and saying things like that, my brain just like makes stuff up and puts it in the blank, but other times it does not. It sounds like how a brain works. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. How does it work? We don't know. It just does or doesn't. Yep, that's how it be. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get that window and the door fixed. That Honestly, he's been away from the bakery for a while. He needs to... He needs to pick stuff back up. It's been closed for too long. He's getting he's getting people coming to his house, getting notes. People seeing him in the streets saying, when are you going to open again? Can we get more of those pies? He's just back to work, and he had to... And, and with the, the new money he has, he's been able to buy some possibly more exotic ingredients that are a little more expensive. Put those in pies. And just, what does he, he put in the pies? How good are they? We have to roll for this. Does he try putting marinara sauce and cheese? What are the quality of his ingredients? Are these grade A or are they grade B? Uh, That's actually a decent question about how much money he's going to spend on these ingredients. And I don't have my character sheet open, so I don't actually know how much money he has, but... Some of it's look at it for you if you want. 600 gold, at least. He's, He's got quite a bit. I was going to say, it's not Harry's anymore, yeah. so well, it's a little less. Yeah, you have 48 platinum and 130 gold, so altogether that's, yeah, 610 gold. Yeah, I, I really want that plate armor. I want that 20 AC. Oh, boy. So bad. How much does that cost? Like, over 1,000. Or it might be 1,000. Dang. Okay. That's expensive. Yeah, there's that's a really big price boy. jump between splint and plate so, yeah, this says it's fifteen hundred gold. Holy crap! Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, twenty I mean, is pretty pretty big. And Eustace so. is a simple guy, you know. He doesn't need to buy a lot of things. So maybe we can negotiate something or do a do like a side quest for uh, for Will William. Sure, Will could do Smith something. Help him clean out his back room. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) That would actually be hilarious. Just go back there and we have like four combat encounters that almost TPK everyone. (laughs) Oh, I'm picturing it's like the... (laughs) I mean, that that could work with like, I mean, literally just like 
encounters with like giant rats or spiders. There's like twenty are, mimics are, back are pretty there. innocuous themselves, but because it's in such close quarters with hazards everywhere, it's actually really dangerous. Could be. I mean, if there are more like weapons like Harry has, you could just get narcolepsy oh, wow. or IBS <laughs> on some from something. Just roll poorly. I'm, I'm picturing it's like a pocket dimension back there. You go back there, it's like the warehouse from Indiana Jones. It's like, how do you how do you stay on top of all of this, top people? What, what 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 do you mean, top people? Don't worry about it. Like, oh, okay, top people. Okay. Um. I mean, that's that's pretty much all. Honestly, I don't think Eustace would be doing that much else because he's, you know, the the bakery is the last memory of his wife. So he, he really keeps it up. He wants to, he's been away too long. About a week in, Jimothy knocks at your brand new, slightly above <laughs> average door. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a knock at the door. All right, Eustace goes to the, the nice new door, gives it a, a good look. Pleased, he opens the door. Hi, uh, so Eustace, um... Jimothy! I, I don't have a message for you, but, uh, in fact, I don't really take messages for anyone, and, and I'm kind of out of a, a, a job, and you've always been kind to me. Uh, you think you could maybe teach me a thing or two? Uh, um, oh, about, about what? Uh... Baking? I, whatever you would be willing to teach me, sir, I wouldn't want to impose myself on you or oh, anything. Oh. I don't want to st steal recipes or anything. I just... No. It, it's hard to come by good work. Oh, of course. You're, you're very right, good boy. You know what? I think this would be wonderful. I could only really teach one thing, one good thing that you could use. That is the art of baking. So, yes, come in, come in. Why don't you come in? I'll, I'll, I'll teach you some basic. You can help me with, with my, my orders and, and my daily routine today. Can I be your apprentice? I think. We'll, we'll see how you do. We'll see if you if you have the the knack for it. But but you will you will be paid. I can guarantee you that. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This this fixes so many things. Your parents doing, Timothy? By the way. Well, uh, father, uh, he 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 came down ill a couple weeks ago, and and mother's had a lame leg for quite quite a few years, so I was the only one who could really bring in anything to support us. Yes, of course. <clears throat> well, I'm sure we'll, we'll be able to help this, and I'll send you home with, with something at the end of the day. I'm sure it'll be good for your family. Some, some nice hot pie help your father perk right up, I'm sure. Thank you very much, sir. And he's, he, like, steps inside and just, like, steps towards the kitchen. He's just like, now, how, how do we get started? That's all in the ingredients. This just gives them a little tour where, where everything is. You've got the flour over here, and you've got the sugar here, and you've got different grains stored over there. And he gets uh, fresh fruit every day from the market, um, fresh fruit and vegetables, depending on, on what he's going to be making and what is available. He just loves to, to bake in season because, of course, he has to. And... Uh, that will probably be uh, Timothy's, uh, one of his primary responsibilities going forward is, is going to the market to get all the ingredients uh, and all the supplies um, so that Eustace can focus on preparing things at the shop and, and getting early starts to stuff. 
Timothy is just <laughs> nodding this whole time and like taking mental notes on everything. And he's just like asking about how to pick the the best fruits and like all this stuff. He is so excited about this. Man, you're just getting excited. You haven't been able to talk to anyone about baking very much in in a very long time. And Not since trying to teach Harry. So and that was a disaster. <laughs> that was a disaster. Well, you, <laughs> see, you, you need the bread. You, you put it in the <laughs> oven. The oven's hot. What if it was hotter? Would it go faster? I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> we basically find out. We basically created the gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> Except he was deformed. He was a monster. So we the gingerbread him. mutant. Kill it with fire. <laughs> uh. God, that, that, I I loved listening back on that. Put it out, put it out. <laughs> it <was> so perfect. <laughs> oh yeah. I I and I have to say it was so hard not to like comment because I, I know Arthorn's not there. I just want to be like make little side comments. Like yeah, I can show you some real good ways to make money. <laughs> just gotta bend your morals a little bit. Oh, no. We only get your hands dirty. Yep. Oh man! You, you just work for the family business. You know what I mean. <laughs> you go work for the dawn. <laughs> just, oh just look him dead in the eye, because <laughs> I imagine they're about the same height. And just be like, uh, <laughs> "You ever kill a man?" <laughs> he or lets somebody use this like and just gas. goes, "Is that an ingredient?" <laughs> Adderthorn's not really there. <laughs> yeah. Timothy, oh, do you man. like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> Any other airplane fans out here? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was perfect. Uh. Anyway, I am super excited about this. I never dreamed about you just having the princess. It was great. Sweet. I am glad. That will be fun. It's like I have anything else that needs to happen during this. Maybe, maybe he will run the bakery when while you're away on quests. Yeah, with with two weeks of training. Yeah, how old is Jimothy? Uh, he's like 16, 17. I haven't really oh, decided. Okay, because I, I thought that Jimothy, like we were talking like, oh, he's a boy. Like he, Oh, yeah, he we might, were talking about him be... being like the same height as well, Adderthorn. Because when you say like That's messenger what... boy, if a 16-year-old could do other things for profession oh, more manual. It's true. It's like what, maybe like 12? Maybe 16 doesn't make any sense. 12 makes a lot more sense. Yeah, 12 makes a lot more sense. Just a yeah, short 12-year-old. I mean, that's the, the right age to, to start an apprenticeship, after all. True. I was only four Probably. feet tall when I was 12, so it's, okay, maybe he's a little bit taller. Okay. I was five foot four by the time I was 12. <clears throat> wow. You were a monster. <laughs> Still is. Rude. <laughs> it's like anything. I'll, I'll bite you. What <laughs> we do with that? <laughs> that's exactly what a monster would do. <laughs> Bet you got made fun a lot of as a kid, didn't you? <laughs> like, Alright. The no. few times people tried to bully me, I just beat them up, so no, I'm, Another one could not... you stab with a pencil? That was when I was sixteen. Oh man. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. I think that's all for Eustace. I just feel like I have to clarify the joke a little bit. Uh like when I say bet you got made fun of a lot as a kid, I'd be like that's the equip that's like the blunt thing version of what um Alex just said, and I almost said Eustace. Like, no. <laughs> I know, like, yeah, I wish I would have been tall growing up. I feel like I would have had a lot more friends. Tall kids always had all the friends. That sounds really sad when you say it out loud. Yeah, um, it we does should, like, just die. Really let's, like, just, okay. let's just, let's get into the game. Let's go back into our fantasy world. And look world. at all the friends you have now. 
I think I have less now, but you know, as you get older, people just kind of lose touch. And I guess... <laughs> welcome to the chaos module, yeah. a therapy podcast. Some days it does it. feel that way. Yeah, I've said it before. This is better than therapy. Because you so... don't have to pay, you get paid. Well, no, in theory, I don't know about getting not paid. Yet. I say, I've invested. We have I've invested like... enough in this. Like, we have My what, toilet. like thirty listens total right now? I think no, it's Wait. more than that. Thirty mi- listens in the last thirty days. That's more than I would have thought we would have. Uh, I'm curious what the actual number is now. Uh, I'm getting so tr- sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Oh well, it's Hang been on. such a Insights. long week. I don't even care anymore. You, that's how you get. That's how you know. Um, so for Harry over the two week period, Harry's first objective is to secure, he's going to talk to Draco or whoever at the castle, whatever, um, about performing a honorary dirge for Lord Never Ember. Harry's got something up his sleeve. He he just wants to give a tribute, um, for whatever reason, he, he's really like concerned about Draco and, uh, People at the castle kind of mourning Lord Never Ember's life. Uh, Harry has pretty positive feelings about Lord Never Ember, and he wants to, you know, kind of express them through song. Um, and after that, Harry probably will get bored about a day in, and he will just sit around Eustace's house, <laughs> watch Eustace fix his door, and he's gonna do whatever is exciting that's gonna happen. So that's that's Harry in a nutshell over the two weeks. I thought I'm gonna say that. After about three days, um, the cops show up again, and they want you to help with an investigation of another similar ship. Oh, frick. What's going on? This is a, this is a continuing problem. Uh, so <laughs> did we get, like, uh, so there's still a lot of, like, interest going on in, uh, uh, in other types of crime at the moment. It's not just all Lord Never Ember. Yeah. I mean, there's still other crime being committed. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, so criminals aren't going to, you know, take the holidays off, take the weekend off. Um, Harry, Harry will probably go and do some investigation with them. Um, He's just been like unsure what to do because it seems like this is the hot topic is this murder that literally happened like right in front of Harry. And he's like, oh, my God, what the heck? Um, But he is pretty concerned about that investigation, too. He's lost a friend through uh, from. A fiery ship murder who who is attacking poor sailors on their ships and then letting them drift into into port. This is strange. All right. All right. What's Ray's doing? All right. So the first thing Ray's does probably a day or two into the week, she wakes up and she's off to the prison to go check on the Mintarn guards and make sure they're being treated well. Okay. Uh, how many days into the... Is this like the first thing you do in the two-week span? Yeah. So I would say... Probably a day or two in. All right. <clears throat> Time to pull out my Captain McNaughton voice. Captain Blabbermouth. He's sitting behind his desk. Um, when you come up, you, you come into his office. He looks up and he goes, ah, good to see you again. I want to see the Mintarn guards. Ah, um, we're mostly done questioning them. There's only a couple left here. I want to make sure they are treated well. All right. Uh, he like looks around. Suppose I can escort you down there myself. He gets up and he said down there, but he walks into a wing of the castle that has a bunch of small rooms in it. 
Um, there are padlocks on the outside of several of the doors. Um, but he knocks on one of the doors, and someone just yells, Come in! Um, and he unlocks it, opens the door, and you see, like, it's not the most lavish room in the castle. It is still a room in a castle, and there are four Mintarn guards just sitting there playing cards together. Um, are any of them ones that, like, recognize Rays or anything? Uh, evens or odds? Evens. No, none of them recognize Rays. All right. Um, think back to the first time she interacted with the Mintarn guards, because I'm pretty sure she was talking to them and was like, I don't know how to play whatever dice game you're playing. Why don't you teach me? <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Flashbacks to that. Um, she just kind of, like, walks in. She goes, are you guys, you doing okay? Nothing bad happened to you? And she kind of just, like, glances back at Captain McNaughton as she does so. Captain McNaughton just kind of nods and goes, I'll leave the room so you can be sure that uh, they're being honest with you. You close the door, you hear a click, and footsteps leaving to at least out of earshot. He locked me in? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> one of the Mintarn guards just looks for you. in prison. He goes, uh, hi there. Uh, what? Yes, if we've been treated well, or anything bad's happened to... Well, nothing bad's really happened since, you know, our... our uh, the attack. Brothers in, in the guard were, you know, what happened to them. Uh, yeah. To be quite honest, the only reason we're still here is because we're still processing it and don't feel like we could really fulfill our duties very well. But why, why are you locked up then? Well, you see, it's a lot easy f easier for uh, Captain McNaughton to uh, have the, the public on his side if he's saying that instead of letting half of the town guards just uh, sit around and process trauma, you know how the public would see that, um, if he says they're being held for questioning. That's so sad. <laughs> um, kind of like, he just kind of like blinks a couple of times and goes, I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Toxic work environment, you know. So anyway, they don't we're believe just playing in mental cards. health. What game are you playing? Uh, we're playing. Uh... Oh gosh! <laughs> I always ask you this. <laughs> yeah, so hang on, hang on. I got, got this. I got this. I got this. I'm surprised you didn't ask the guard's name yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! No. Uh, Wait, that's oh, what fart. all their names are. No. <laughs> what, what was your we're name? We're playing. Uh, we're we're playing. Uh, Illithids and ladders. Illithids and ladders. <laughs> wow, that's dark. that's, it's, it's that's great scary. for helping us process that trauma. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Think about that. You know those things that that's tied so us stupid. up and then killed everybody in front of us? Let's play a game based around them. <laughs> It'll help us like... process our trauma. It's a, it's, this it's is meta right now. doesn't look anything like snakes and ladders. It's it's like a weird solitaire game looking thing that they're doing with their cards How, what are the rules but they are the cards do look like they're stacked in like vaguely ladder shape it's like a dominoes had a baby with solitaire and how do you, how do you win at this game <laughs> nobody knows they're all they're all just like trying to count up their points they're like see i think i've got 30 points because that right there Played off the other card means that it's 30 points there. And the other one's like, no, 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 but you forgot about this rule. It's... <laughs> you forgot about I the equal rule. You forgot about rule. this. I have 60 points. Uh, okay, glad you, you're doing okay. And just, like, 
knocks on the door or whatever to get McNaughton's attention again. You hear, you just hear a click just by knocking on the door and the door like swings open. The padlock is 100% just for show. What? Oh, it just okay. like That's falls good. open as soon as, as soon as you like touch the door even. I like glances at that, just like nods to herself and then goes, kind of looks down the hallway for Captain McDonald. He He looks over at you and just goes, not what you expected, is it? They're playing a weird card game. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I find the best way to understand it, well, the best way I used to understand it is just get real drunk before anyone tries to explain anything to you, and then, and then uh, when you accidentally put the card down in the wrong spot is when I end up winning. But I haven't won it since I uh, stopped drinking so much. Have you tried doing the opposite of what you think you should do? Yep, sure have. Doesn't work. Maybe you should just put down a random card in a random place, and that'll do it. I'll try that next time. Hmm. Oh, okay. Thanks for the um, advice. You are Anything else? Uh, um, I was wondering, the, the girl that told you about the intern guards, Quinn, is she here? Did they help her? Well, she's a little bit of a different story from the guards. Uh, once we, uh... Cast that spell your small friend suggested. Well, we didn't do it. We, you know, we got someone to, to cast it. And uh, she confessed the whole thing. She's been working, working with them for several days to get this planned. Told them the right cellar to dig their tunnel into so that um, no one would find it. All it, kinds of things. You took care of that tunnel, right? Yep, sure did. It's, it's closed off. Um, okay. Although I don't blame you for double checking. Um, I've had bad experience with Mind Flayer tunnels. We don't really know what to do with her. It seems like the, the spell worked, but how can you be sure, you know? And, and it's it's hard to say, you know, is she guilty? Because she did do all those things, but she, she wasn't herself when she did those things. She wasn't in control, but then how do you even go about trying to prove that? I don't know. That's just... Well, it's a what, mess. Do you, what do you do when someone does something bad because of commander's suggestion? Mm. Well, uh, you punish the commander. And in my experience, usually he punishes the rest of them for not saying anything, which probably is not the right route, but... So, we should punish the mind flayers. That's true. If only we knew how. Couldn't find, the, couldn't find much down that tunnel and didn't want to go too far, but... I suppose you could open it up and investigate a bit more. But, uh, yeah. Can no, I don't... talk to her? Uh, we met no, her the DM doesn't want to roleplay for her. How dare uh, you? Uh, okay, 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 fine. You don't eat. Fine. We'll do it. I'll try. It's not going to be as good as, as Kyra with no, all of her acting skills. Okay. None of us can be as good as Kyra, and that's just a fact of life. Yeah. Okay, we got budget, Quinn. Back to the beginning. Um, Razor's gonna finish up. Like, can I talk to her? We did talk to her a little bit before the Mind Flayers got to... I think the Mind Flayers had knocked her out at that point. But they hadn't kidnapped her yet. So maybe we... I could tell that or... She's almost like, that or Draco could, but then she remembers Quinn is like, just keep it quiet. And Razor's just like, or we might know someone else who could. All right. I don't see any harm in it. And he leads you down into the actual dungeon of the castle, to an actual cell with an actual lock on it. Um, and Quinn is sitting. She has, like, several nice, like, 
pillows and cushions and whatever. Like, she's comfortable in there, aside from, you know, having a, a literal bucket that she has to relieve herself in. But other than that, she's pretty good. She looks pretty comfortable. And when, when she sees you, she just goes, Oh, it, hello. Um, it was it R- Ray's? Yeah. I, uh, thank you for coming to see me. I've been so lonely down here. I just, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm to blame. I don't know how much I'm to blame for, for all of this that's happened. I feel terrible. Draco lost his father because of me. I just, sorry, you, you didn't ask to hear any of this. I just, she like curls up in a ball in the corner of her room and just sits down with her knees to her chest. I mean, you weren't in control of yourself, and it's not your fault the Mind Flayers took you. Yeah, but, but I, I didn't do a very good job of, of keeping watch at the cabin. You said so yourself. Sure did. <laughs> um, I just kind of, you can see, like, her tail just kind of, like, curls around one of her legs a little more. She goes, I mean, I, I didn't keep that good a watch either and well everyone almost died so guess we both kind of suck at watching that's true i guess anyone could have made that mistake yeah we just... and to be fair what was i supposed to be watching for i didn't know anything was gonna happen nothing happened any of the other times i mean uh please don't say anything to well i guess oh who would yeah, you say I... anything to oh this Draco, now you're here. Yeah, he he's come down to visit several times, but the guards won't 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 let him visit unaccompanied at all. They they're they're not a hundred percent convinced that I'm not still somehow being controlled. I mean, wouldn't the mage who broke their control be able to tell that something changed? Yeah, but they don't know if like like some of them think I might be more susceptible to. To the illithids, or or some of them think that that the spell couldn't work. Look, the mage says that that it worked, but the guards they don't all exactly. They're not exactly scholars of of magic. Yeah, they're not exactly the most accepting people either. No, so they magic is foreign to them, and they don't they don't trust it yet. I'm sure give them time, and they'll come around, and they'll understand. You, what do you remember about? Being with the Mind Flayers, I know you told the guards about the tunnel and everything. Did you know anything else? Like, why they attacked Neverwinter? What do they want? I... I... Sorry, this is hard to talk about. I think they just... They're just so arrogant. They think they should be in charge of everything. And and they, they, think, they think of humans as, as livestock. And and the only reason they haven't taken over everything, according to them, is the sunlight. But you don't know why they might have targeted Neverwinter specifically, like nothing with well the spell plague or anything? I don't remember them talking about a, a spell plague. It was just, some of it is, is fuzzy. I remember most of it. I don't I don't recall anything about a spell plague. Um did any of the people things I guess you saw have blue scars? Hmm. Yeah, a couple of them did. Oh good, what if we love that? 
There are a lot of things down there that have blue scars and can do weird things. A lot of things breathe fire that shouldn't. I have heard fire can be a side effect. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I can, I, I can only guess at why they would target Lord Never Ember. Maybe, maybe they wanted to, I don't know. I mean, if that's all you know, that's okay. I just have one more question and I'll not bother you anymore. Did you know if they had any other people like you, agents, that they were controlling or using? They have quite a few throughout the city. You... you I don't know who they were. Okay. They... But but anytime they needed to talk to more than one of us, they made us all wear these, these robes. And no one could tell who anyone was. And I just know there's there's a lot. Okay, thanks. Um, if you ever need anything, you tell the guards to come find me or probably one of the, the other people I'm with. We could probably do something for you. Thank you. Um, and Raze will leave. Okay, that's it for Budget Quinn. Budget Quinn. Thanks, Budget Quinn. So you're saying the first time we met Quinn, it was Budget Quinn? Yeah, you met Budget Quinn. That's why you didn't save her. <laughs> she's only Kyra when she's being possessed. No! <laughs> Wait a second. Your is different. <laughs> ah! <laughs> we can prove it. She's not possessed. She comes back next time and it's Kyra. We're like, no! <laughs> Your voice! It's weird. Oh, man. Uh, and yeah, then there's one other thing Grace would want to do. Okay, what is... She wants... She probably wouldn't do it that day, maybe the next day or something. Uh, she wants to track down Ditka. Oh, So she'd probably start at the okay. Barely Standing Tavern. See if she can find him there. Alrighty. Yeah. Evens or odds for finding him there? <laughs> odds? Was I wrong again? He's not there. He's All not right. at the Barely Standing Tavern. I'm going to um, the barkeep. You go to the barkeeper. All right. Ah, that old, that old guy. He just, He's, I, I hear that old and he pauses. He just gives him a look of like, what are you going to say? Say it. He's like, that old guy. <laughs> yeah. That old guy. He, uh, he, he got himself kicked out of here the other night. Started a fight. Said yeah. something about on his way out. Said something about the Moonstone mask having better ale anyway. She just, like, thinks about it, see if she's drank the Moonstone Mask Ale, and she has, and she goes, I wouldn't know. Um, do you know where he might have went? No, other than possibly the, the Moonstone Mask. Hmm. Okay. Thanks. And she'll walk out. I assume Poof is with her, and she just kind of looks at Poof, she goes, Poof, we might have to go there in disguise. They, uh, there's a lady who does not like me there. Poof just pants and he just looks up at you like, treat? I'd, that's probably one of the other things she just picked up in the two weeks is just some sort of like little dog treat for Poof. And so she just like tosses him one. All right. She um, might just like chuck it as far as she can. So he just like runs and teleports towards it. He teleports to right where the treat's about to land and it bounces off his nose. And he has to chase it like five feet before he actually gets it in his mouth because he keeps like hitting it away with his paws. He's doing his best. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, no, Riz is very worried about going to the Moonstone Mask and this drow waitress who has, like, basically, as far as Riz is concerned, promised to take Riz out and not in a good way. 
<laughs> Not to dinner. <laughs> well, it might be a poison dinner. We know she favors that. Uh, so Reyes is going to pull out her disguise kit. Okay. Roll for disguise. 15? Yes. Okay. No, 14. I can do math. That's pretty decent. What are you disguised as? Uh, so she changes into the other cloak she bought that's a little nicer. Uh, and changes her gloves as well. I feel like you could get away with most things because you're covered up the whole time. You could just take up, take off all of your like face mask and gloves and stuff. No Ooh, one disguise. would even know at all. <laughs> just undisguised. And as she's working on that, she has little things in her disguise kit that are like little like horn ad things that like make hers a little longer and just like darkens them because right now they're sort of like this bluish color. So now they're black. Um, she will take her mask down. Um, whatever, like, I imagine she has some little mirror or something in her disguise kit that she's using. She kind of, like, pulls the mask down, like, takes a deep breath before she, like, looks in the mirror. Um, and uses, like, like, contouring to give her face a more masculine shape. And then she'll go to the barely, or to the moonlight, the moonstone mask. All right. You get there. There's, there's the dude outside the portal. He's like, you want the portal? Or you want to go on the rope bridge? Um, Mind you, if you go on the the rope bridge, uh, some guy broke one of the the, the slats the other day. No, Probably and one she of them. like tries to talk it over, but she, no, I'll I'll take the the portal. It's not your normal voice, is it? Yeah, I don't. I'm not supposed to inquire about such things. Here you go, this way. Her hood is also down, so she just kind of like gives him this like glare, this full glare that he can see. Just like and just walks into the portal. <laughs> I hope it. Yeah, none of my business. All right, you get up to the doors of the Moonstone Mask, and when you open them, you see none other than Ditka himself at the center of a ring of rather uh, rough-looking merchants. Oh, no. And he is explaining to them how they need to help the town guard and how they need to do their best to protect the innocent people in the city of Neverwinter and... He's just kind of going on, and they're, like, cheering. It's, it's quite the speech that I'm not going to improv. Uh, she kind of waits for his speech to end, and, like, as he's, like, going to get a drink or something, she'll um sit at his table or sit next to him or whatever. Okay. <clears throat> Let's roll his insight. Uh, he, he looks at you, and he squints, and he goes, You seem uh, familiar. Can't, can't quite place where from, but say, who are you? Um... I'm Adderthorn's friend. Could I, could I talk uh, to you about him? Sure. Not going to share anything that I don't think he would want me to share, but sure. Can ask. Um, she, and she's not quite sure if he recognizes her. She's like, it's raised by the way. I just, I had to come in disguise because there's a waitress here who tried to kill the guard captain and I stopped her and I think she might want to kill me now. He calls over a waitress who's not a drown. He just goes, Try to kill anyone lately? Any uh, guard captains or anything like that? And the waitress is just like, What? I'm not serving you any more beer. This is, you're out of hand. And she just walks away. Ray just kind of watches and acts like, Does that happen a lot to you when you talk to the waitresses? Usually, the first thing I say to them, they respond like that. Oh no. But the second thing you say to him, that's when he really sets the hook in. All right, anyway, uh, what are you asking him? He just turns back and just goes, uh, so you wanted to ask about Adderthorn. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm worried about him. A few the other day we went to the chasm and he did some stuff with his spell scar. And afterwards, he got possessed, I think. He started talking in a voice that wasn't his, and he didn't really remember it. And then one time when we were fighting, sometimes his eyes turn different colors, like blue or black. Do you do you know anything about that? Well, uh, I, I don't know how much of this he'd appreciate me telling you. But, uh, I mean, when, when we, we found him, he was, he was in pretty bad shape. And, uh, magic had something to do with it. Uh, so that's, that's a little worrying. But, uh, I don't know. I, look, some of these questions might be better addressed to him. Maybe. When I, the one, the times I've tried talking to him about it, he doesn't, he just kind of plays it off. Like. A joke or like it's not important yeah that's utter torn for you he just he'll talk when he's ready don't you worry he gonna be okay he's a strong one he'll figure something out i'm sure of it and you're helping him too right of course take care of him like he's my own son or he's just kind of nauseous okay thanks now uh why don't you uh go over to that waitress give her this tip from me he hands you a gold piece and make sure you tell her it's from me. Rachel, will just take it. And so go over to the waitress. She does look. As long as her disguise is working, she does look more masculine right now. Uh, and she'll go over to the waitress and just like hands the waitress a tip. She goes, this is from him. He furrows her brow, takes it, and she just looks over at him, just rolls her eyes like, it's got a wingman now, huh? <laughs> just um, what he needs. I don't. And she like walks over towards him. <laughs> Ray just kind of like glances at her shoulder. She's like, I, I, I don't have any wings. Oh, yeah. And I also gotta know, does it work? Um, she goes over to Ditka and she just goes, "I accept your apology." Ooh, how does he spin it? I gotta know. Ray sees. Um, Ray's over here. So I'm asking when her shift ends, and just like, so, uh, how about when your shift is over? Maybe the last order that you do is a, a couple of drinks, and one of them's for you. And she just kind of nods and smiles a little bit, although she looks like she's still trying to be angry. That's pretty smooth. Yeah, it always works. <laughs> He's still heck? got it. It's the confidence more than anything, I think. It's the accent, too. <laughs> just like the freaking like, YouTube pickup artist. Just, it's the confidence. Just be confident. And women I... will, will flock towards you. The accent thing is funny, too. Because <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why Adderthorn does it. He thinks people would like him. Gosh. <laughs> why does everything I say sound so sad today? Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons and Therapy. Roasting at your own character God day. Bless. No, I wanted to be therapy and dragons. Oh, therapy dragons. Got a... And I have a therapy dragon. Emotional support yeah. dragon. How about we talk about your parents now? <laughs> Shut up, kill things. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> Man. We can call our therapy dragon Jiminy. Um, Raze is gonna like look around as she's like leaving to see if she can like see that jar waitress from before. Uh perception. Roll perception. Okay, hang on, I need my character sheet. Five. Sixteen. 
There are no drow in here at all. Oh, that bodes well. We'll ask about that another time. There was a drow? <laughs> what? They're that not explains some things. Well, yeah, but if she's trying to poison well, Mr. If it's, not, if it's during the day as well, then the drow wouldn't be working. Yeah. They uh, do the night Dude. shift. That's, what if they killed true. Captain McNaughton? Then Ooh, they would have had no one looking into their fight club that Gronthal was profiting off of. Our whole story would have gone to pot. Like, things would Man. have gone differently. Oh, no. Multiverse. It's what if we had saved Captain, or not Captain, Raze Lord Neverham? the right choice. Raze is the one who saved him. Yeah, she told him. She talks crap on him all the time. We got. I mean, we didn't. Uh, she had literally robbed him and was just kind of like. Oh yeah, didn't this drow waitress just poisoned that guy's drink? He should probably do something about that. <laughs> so, take the cat, you know. Background. McNaughton and we lost Lord Never Amber. What, what can you say? Can't win them all. Can't win them all. Cool. All right. Riz will probably also go bother Dinan at some point during this, but that doesn't have to be role played. She just wants to check in on her homie. All right. Um, when checking in on Dinan, um, he's stressed out because he's running low on these berries that he's been using to treat people. Race considers bringing him into a partnership with Buckwheat, but then remembers how badly it went the last time he was put anywhere near the buried dirt, and is just like, yeah. man, hope you can fix that. There's the tree that used to be outside the Healer's Guild has now been completely removed. The one that he, you know, he had the allergic reaction to the, the dirt from the roots of it. Woof. <laughs> that tree's gone now. <laughs> He has a pine allergy, or whatever tree it was. I actually have a friend who does have a pine allergy. What? And he works in an engineering shop where sometimes they have to work with wood. And I think that is incredibly yeah. oh, ridiculous. Gosh. Kind of allergic to it. If the needles, like, break my skinny elven a little bit, I'll break out in hives. Mm. I didn't even know that was a thing. Right? Did I? I'll just, like, it's run weird. through pine trees and I just end up with little red dots all over my arms and legs. Oh, yeah. What happens if you sit next to a fire where they're burning pine? I don't think I've ever had issues with that, but my skin might just be sensitive to it. We are so far off in the weeds. Sorry. <laughs> like the cilantro last me. week. <laughs> the cilantro. The what cil are we talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yep, that's all Reese wants to do. Okay. Checks in Let's on Denon at some point. Go to Adderthorn. All right. So to set the scene, you guys are probably all back at Eustace's house. And you see the small halfling come tumbling through the front door, the moderately nice front door, covered in blood. <laughs> he just says, we, we, we kill them. We kill them all. What? The women and children, too? What the? Uh, I mean, well, I mean, if you, if you call those th little, little bastards women and children anymore, all the mind flares are dead. Did Ken and I single-handedly took down the whole bunch. No. It was... No. <laughs> You're not going to complete my whole campaign arc <laughs> in a cutscene. Even the, was, the BBEG? You got it? Even even the BB, the BB thing that yeah, yeah, you said, it, it was... I'm just fucking around. It's, uh, I just, I was like, I, I, I just had to, I wanted to do that so bad. Um, well, yeah, no, um, really though, on the first day that he gets back, um, with the whole group, he's going to go and immediately look for Ditka. And I imagine it's not too hard for him to find him. Okay. All right. So when you first find, I'm going to say you find Ditka probably on like the first day. So this is before he's talked to Ray's. Um, you first find him, he's still in the Barely Standing Tavern, and you recognize one of the people with him, 
as one of the one of the original bears um one of the few who was on the side of you and Ditka and his name is Mark holy crap how am i going to do that <laughs> um are we are we going to engage kind of with mark no it's just uh, mark um, just like smiles and, and nods at you but he recognizes that you're mainly here to talk to Ditka at the moment and oh, he goes hey, like mark, we'll catch up great. later yeah, you know, great to see, dude. Like we, we, oh, how the hell you been? Well, I get, I'll catch up with you later, man. Oh, dude, I'm so glad to see you. Like it's just, just the stories that I got, man. Oh my gosh. All right, all right. Well, you, you, you know you're busy. You know, probably getting absolutely hammered right now. Hey, hey, if you want to have some fun, start a fight later. Ditka will be the one to finish it. You know how it is. You know, you just get him, get him a little riled up. He'll, uh, yeah, you know, you see. Let me know how that goes. He he nods at you and he, he hands you a rock. Is this? Hey, I think I recognize. Is this a, yes. a sending stone? Yep, sure is. Talk all about the stories later. It's been acting a little weird, but should work. All right. Oh, oh, oh appreciate it, man. I know these are. You know, it'd be good to catch up. And yeah, we we gotta talk. All right. Well, he just gives I'll you a thumbs up and then you go to talk to Dicka. All right. So, uh, Mike. Finally, holy crap, what have, what have you, where have you been? Well, uh, been pretty busy, uh, working on the, the new bears. Uh, that what we, that, that what we calling them? The, the, still the, working on the, new bears? On, on the name there. Uh, and you might just stick with the bears. I mean, the recognition's still there. The brand is, is established, you know? Well, you see, the brand was established and then it was maligned by those filthy low-life piles of refuse anyway hey mike look there's there's a lot to update you on like i i i've almost died a couple of times i mean i know back in the day we used to get ourselves into some trouble but there's yeah there's been a lot going on around here and i mean i don't know didn't i I teach you something about avoiding almost dying yeah i know i'm i'm still you know pretty nimble and i can duck dive and dodge and all that but it's It's, just one of these days it's you're not gonna almost die. Well, you gotta be careful what situations you put yourself in, there, bud. You, you literally raised me to be a mercenary. But what? What? I mean, maybe you could have taught me some better life skills instead of how to wield a blade and hide in places. Like I just, I mean, if you didn't want me to get <laughs> into danger, then teach me to be a plumber. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> It's like, like uh, since when? Like, what happened yeah. at the mic that I know? You're a oh, funny my. one. You're oh. a funny one there. Okay. All right. Well, like, you suppose it's disadvantage on the next it. role that uh, Adderthorn does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Okay, let's focus in and look for a second here. I want you to meet the new lord because hey? I kind of know the kid. Well, I know it's it's kind of crazy, but um, his name's Draco. And he seems like a good kid, and I'm sure you've heard the rumors floating around that the the Lord is never ember. He's a kind of kind of dead. Um, yeah, one of the uh, uh, mind flayers kind of got him, and you know sucked his brain out through his skull. See, I heard. Messed up. Now he's I heard ever a, ended. a couple of things. Uh, oh gosh. <laughs> oh. See, I I heard a. I heard a story that uh, his uh, his brains got eaten by some sort of tentacly octopus with legs. Uh, not so sure exactly on the details of that one. Heard it while I was drunk. Don't remember it super clear. 
And uh, the other one I heard is that uh, some of those guards from Mintarn chopped them up into little pieces. Okay, so one of those stories is true, and yeah, the did. other, yeah. So this is actually something you might be able to help the kid out with. Um, I think he's going to need some guidance. He seems like a good kid, but, you know, you are always you always set me straight. Maybe you can help him as well. And these, you know how it is when there, there's a transfer of power. These rumors start, and then people try to take advantage of stuff that's going on and you know, maybe we could, you know, use our contacts to set the record straight. We got the new bears. Still don't love the name, but you know, yeah. I was thinking maybe, maybe, maybe the Grizzlies or uh, the Badgers or uh, I don't know. None of them quite have the same ring. Wolverines. As... Yeah, we can we we can workshop that. It's it, it, it there's always something, but it's important. You know, it's stick yeah, with I, people. I get your point though. Kid needs some help. And uh might not be a bad thing to give him a few nudges in the right direction. Yeah, you're I know you're always talking trash about like how people in power don't know what the hell they're doing, so when why not just put your money where your mouth is and you know, actually do something about it? Normally I'd never take an opportunity like this. The biggest uh issue I've had with a lot of the people in power don't know what they're doing is they don't know they don't know what they're doing. And since this one's a kid, he probably knows he doesn't know what he's doing and he may be uh a little more helpable, you know? Yeah. Do you, do you hear a squeaky toy in the Daisy background? Squeaky. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Poof is just there for some reason. <laughs> or you could say other thorn. No, 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 no. It's other thorn. Other thorn's a puppy. He's chewing on a squeaky toy that you bought him with all of your gold. It costs half your gold. I didn't Ooh. buy that. <laughs> <laughs> where did you find oh my god okay or just all right just, just get under get under the table a little bit just god he's so cute look at that face i mean i oh he looks up at you and he has just like approximately a full like liter of drool is in a puddle at oh. his feet i uh i didn't know that your fluids hung around i thought it was all like kind of misty and that's all right, just learning learning new things about you. All right, okay, well, just stay. You're just here in your mind. I haven't quite figured out this form very well yet. I, I think something's wrong. I, I, I'm not getting it quite quite straight. <laughs> well, you're doing great. Okay, anyway. so, yeah, I'm going to... Sorry, Mike, I just... Let's go, I, so, yeah, let's go meet the kid. You can... We can see if there's anything we can do to help him. Um, by the way, the, the uh, nightmares have kind of kind of been coming back again lately i don't know how to oh. ease into that one it just kind of but they're they're different now well here let's let's uh let's go talk on the way it doesn't seem like the best place to discuss it but you say they're different he's just like walking out the door and heading towards the castle i assume that's where you guys are going next yep. see you later mark he waves Sounds i'm not gonna butcher his accent does he no it's all right, so do we so we're talking about on the way, or are we going talking yeah. about that after? Uh, so, so you said they're they're different. How? Well, for for one, I'm not locked in a box made of flames. Uh, oh, well, that's good, right? Yeah, no, that that that, that was nice. Um, so I don't know, like a couple weeks ago, there was a different dream, and it, while I was still in the box, it. Uh, and this face kind of came out of nowhere and it put the flames out, you know, so that, so I, mean, I was like, that was cool. You know, I don't have to worry about that so much anymore. And then see 
my parents die but in now so now it, it, it the the dreams are different like the, the other day i i'll give you an example i fell asleep on on the roof and i was just looking up at the stars and then you know i guess i must have drifted off and i thought i was still looking at the stars and then at the stars turn into that face and they just keep saying the same same damn thing every single night i i feel like i haven't slept in in weeks like it's it's exhausting but god if they tell me to bring her back one more damn time i'm gonna just lose my freaking mind and i don't know i don't know bring what her back is she that's what the face keeps saying and um and then so uh outer thorn's gonna look kind of at other thorn and he's gonna just be like hey bud i'm gonna poof you away for seconds kind of crowded out here and you know i don't want someone you know stepping on you or something i gotta summon you again and it's just all kinds of so all right just gonna easy that's snaps. your cue to stop squeaking yep oh she's fine but he <laughs> so yeah he'll he'll snap his fingers and then um you know other thorn will poof and um so he's gonna say after he appeared he he told me that he was somehow connected back to uh whoever this this face is and he told me that its name was waiting hey i i don't i don't know what Uh, what that's supposed to mean because he asked he asked remember he asked other thorn like like what her name was or what he what she was called or something um and then he'll and then and i i asked him who her was referring to and he said it was uh one with a hood and uh, um, that that one friend of yours yeah interesting uh oh and uh i mean i don't think i don't know if she would mind me saying this she told the rest of the group pretty recently here uh or no i already he already told um he he told him a while back that she had a spell scar mm, interesting uh so i should probably tell you a thing or two when uh when i first found you it was, uh, you're in a pretty bad situation. You, uh, we, we couldn't tell too many details, but, uh, you had some sort of pact with something or other. Wait, what? You found me on the, wait, hold, hold on, but, but wait, how, what do you mean a pact with something or other? Look. What, what's the something, what's the other? Some, well, it's, we couldn't tell exactly, but, uh, some of your magic is, uh, some of it is just intuitive and truly purely yours, but there was a lot of it. It was coming from some sort of pact with some being that really did not have your best interests at at heart. So we had to help. How would you? How how would you know that? How do you know that I had? What was I? What well, was I like? uh, you remember uh, uh, Jane, don't you? He was always good with the magical stuff it was kind of weird that his name was jane and you know it was a guy i always thought that was kind of a more usually typically a girl's name i'm not i don't care i'm not one to judge but yeah yeah no yeah good old yeah he was he always was sensitive about that i thought you guys uh, were just making fun of him honestly but you know no felt kind of that was his name he just but no he was good with the magic you know as you remember he could he could piece together that's about as much as he could piece together and he he came up with with some of the ideas of how to free you from it and uh part of that uh, is is why some of your memories are a little fuzzy 
Yeah. Look, look, Adderthorn, just just be careful. Don't go making any any pacts, all right? We went through a lot and and you paid the price with a lot of memories to to be to be a different enough person that uh you didn't have this pact. What's uh what's what's Jane been up to these days? Uh well, Jane's uh he's running with the old bears. What? I don't but... I don't know what they did to him. Don't know what happened to his sense of right and wrong, but something ain't right up there anymore. I always thought Jane was he was better than that. I mean, I grew he up was with at him. some point, but then at some point he wasn't better than that anymore. Running around with the piles of filthy shit. You think you know a guy? Anyway, it looks hoping... like we're about at the castle now. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah, we can. We can. We can. You know, we'll we'll talk about stuff later. I I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. No. It's yeah. not a problem. It's fine. Yeah. It's no. It's it's all. <laughs> what am I talking about? I know. You know me. I got it handled. You raised me right. So all right. Let's go say hi yeah. to Draco. All right. Show me this young lord child, whatever he is. Lord? Oh, lord? Break. Lord? I think he's just a lord now because he's, you know. He's a child lord. Dad died and, and, you know, so he was a lord. Now he's a lord. And... Yeah, uh, Adderthorn, maybe we shouldn't bring up his dad dying too much. Uh, well, I'm it's sure going to come up, but, you know, I'll just yeah, have but, to. You know. I'll be sensitive about it. I'm not just going to come up and be like, hey, you know, know how your dad died? Well, that's why we're here. And no, it's. God, give me a little credit, Mike. All right. Well, I'll I'll let you do most of the talking, explaining things to him, because the DM doesn't wanna doesn't wanna role play two sides of this conversation. All right. <laughs> I I am proficient in persuasion, so I mean maybe I should do the talking. <laughs> but you know I, I learned from you. But sure, Mike, I know you're getting. You're, this is kind of why I want you to you know take a a less active role in things. Maybe this might be a little better for you. Maybe you get a little rusty. But no, I got it. I got it. It's fine. And All right. That's for sure. So uh, just go up to the guards and I suppose be like, hey, guys, I uh, don't know if you're, um, you know, was with that group the other day and, uh, you know, saved your asses. And um, anyway, uh, I I really would appreciate it if I could talk. I need to follow up with Draco on some things. Um, he gave me the stone, but apparently it only goes one way. Uh, that's kind of messed up, but sure. Well, uh, let's, let me ask Grenell. He's kind of been the man in charge of the schedule recently. Yeah, no, Grenell, Gren- yeah, no, I know Grenell. Uh, you know, we're, 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 we're pals. You know, so right. I am just telling Matterthorn. Guard runs back. He comes, he comes and he says, all right, Grenell said, uh, there's a, a little 10 minute opening in his schedule. You might be able to pop in here in a few minutes. So, uh, hopefully it's not too big of an issue if, uh, if Draco's eating while you talk to him, he's, he's kind of pressed for time. Oh, hey, no, kid's got to eat. He's a growing boy. I'm glad to hear he's, you know, he's eating. Good to eat. Yep. Um, yep. So, uh, you wanna... All right. You get in there. You see Draco, and he's he's eating, like, this weird-looking fruit that he's eating. I don't know. Hey, That's weird-looking hey, fruit. What you, uh, what you got there? Uh, this is, uh, this is uh, my mother's favorite fruit. It's uh, found out in the, the woods near, near Greyhaven. But this is and not really anywhere else. But anyway, that's not important. Uh, who's who's this that you the, brought with you, Adderthorn? So you know how I, you know, the other day I said if you ever need anything, oh, well, I had an idea, and um, I think that you know we can we can help you out, you know, because you got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, does and he's like, oh, and uh, also want to give you a, a heads up with that whole crazy storm thing that happened the other day. Um, 
just want to let you know we uh, we took care of that. Um, and by that, I mean there was some weird purple lightning that struck a farm uh, just out in the area, and it was weird. The plants like uh, turned into this undead, this mass, and it was a good thing that our our friend Buckwheat sensed something in the air, so we knew to go to that place and check on things. Like it's kind of like, kind of like I don't just like oh crap, I'm digging myself a hole a little bit. Um, like okay, all right, you know what? I, I, I didn't think you understand. We, so we were we were growing some some fruits out there, these berries that are supposed to have these great medicinal properties, and uh, it, it was almost like someone just wanted to smite our our little operation over there, and I thought that was kind of kind of weird. Thought you should know. Uh, so you're talking, you're telling us to Draco. Yeah, he also wants to inform him that that did happen. That cr- and that crazy storm was because of that. And he's like, "Oh, also took care uh, of this yeah. for you." I was, I was wondering about that, that storm. And uh, you have any idea who? I guess, I guess you don't really know who caused it. But uh, actually, Mike, you did you have any thoughts on that? You might have uh, caused that. Because. Dicka's aware that there's been a lot of like underground activity around selling berries, which are the same species of berries that you are growing, um, and that they're becoming increasingly rare. Um, and so he thinks that it would be really weird for someone to want to destroy the berries. They would probably just be trying to steal them if it was anyone that he knew about. All right. Well, that didn't help very much, but uh, I don't know, Draco. Because it means it's not doesn't have anything to do yeah. with most of the I know I know I'm elements. just like it's like he's he's just being like wow thanks thanks for your help Ditka um thanks for so nothing. like what what is Draco does Draco have any thoughts on the whole thing Draco's just like uh yeah see if you can get to the bottom of that one Natterthorn that sounds like kind of a problem uh really like the idea of of uh Mike here helping me out uh Mike would you want to be officially part of the town guard or or not and i'd imagine did because just like makes a face just, okay not not okay yeah we'll we won't worry about that then we won't give you a, a rank or anything but uh, i'll make sure the guards all know to listen to you around here uh figure adderthorn's word is as good as anything oh yeah really just know. you know he's got a he we we have some special talents if you ever want to get the word out on something to uh People Got that might not be apt to talk skills. to guards. Oh, Draco's already been around Ditka too long. You started idea. talking in the Ditka intonation. That's, ex- that's <laughs> I thought. Sorry, I thought I explained that clearly. Like the whole thing is like, hey, leverage the fact that he is technically a criminal, but still a good guy, and oh. and did like he's and he can relay information that he wouldn't have access to otherwise. All right, and help Ditka. Here, I'm hearing what Adderthorn's saying. Frick, I can't get out of the accent now. I know, it's so funny. He started talking to Draco, and it was like Draco's voice, but Ditka's, like, accent. I was just like, oh, no, that's why I had to mute. I was losing it. I, like, I know, it's catchy. You just, you're, you're around it it's for a little just, while. And whenever just, I'm just... trying to do the accent, it don't come out. But as soon as I try to stop... Right, I tell you what. It don't come out right, I tell you what. Just I'll tell you what. Mess. I'll tell you what. I'll just give oh, the kid a southern accent and just be done with it. Yeah, that that that's an accent I can do repeatably. That'll, that'll make break it a little bit younger because you sound like an old cowboy with that one. That's oh, what man. Draco's become in the wake of his traumatic experience. Well, his voice was all shaky Has every other time he spoke to him. Has puberty. Gets a southern accent out of nowhere. 
voice just cracks every so often. When I was a boy, I watched my father's brains be sucked out in front of my eyes. I saw this creature wrap his tentacles around my father's skull, and I gave him a good old nod, and I turned away, because I knew there was nothing I could do about it. Oh my god. He's about to become an adventurer. He's on his rogue arc. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he's just being or edgy gunslinger arc. honestly like <laughs> he's he's learning from the best as far as rogues go now oh god anyway uh where were we um so he was he finally understood why how he understands mike help the him. utility of having mike helping him and he immediately goes to hey why don't you tell all the criminals that i'm like the most strongest, like, powerful ruler ever, and they should not mess with me. And Ditka's just, like, puts his head in his hands, just, Ugh. I'll spread the right rumors for you, all right? Just let me pick what those rumors should be. I don't think you understand. All right. The end. Okay. The, the <laughs> end. <laughs> no and, end. uh, oh, another thing you could do for me, um, could you maybe... Head up a, a delegation over to, to Greyhaven. I just, I want to make sure that no one gets the wrong idea and tries to come in and take over Neverwinter or something. And, um, you know, Greyhaven's the closest place. Just make sure they understand there's there's still, a, you know, a functioning government here. Yeah, no, I, I can. Sh- sh- sure. All right. What does he know about Greyhaven? Well, um, apparently his mother's from there. No, um, no, what does Adderthorn know about Greyhaven? I'm trying to think of how he's going to react to that. Um, the voice in his dreams told him to go there. Yeah, there's that. Wait, did it say Greyhaven? Yeah, it, it said, said Greyhaven. <laughs> oh, shit, it, it said did. bring her back, and then at the end it said Greyhaven, which is one word, not two. Okay, well, then his reaction is, is just great. Like, oh, why, uh, yeah, Greyhaven, um... Who am I supposed to... Is is there a leader or somebody over there that I should ask for? You know, Father always did say I should learn their names better. Some scary lady... Uh, silver... Serial... Silver... Serial? Serial? Actually, you know, that name kind of sounds familiar. Like, I've I heard it about... Might, it might be Serial. All right. So, I'll go and I'll ask for Serial. And we'll, we'll sort... Hey, hey Mike... Is this a yeah the 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 scary lady that you know? Is this the the woman the reason why we didn't ever go to Greyhaven? Uh, well, no. Honestly, we probably would have done pretty well with her in charge of things. But uh, oh, I, I could have sworn felt you talked our, about we like, needed hey. to do our work here in Neverwinter. Yeah, no, I thought we stayed over here because, like, you're like, oh, no, we're not going over to Greyhaven. There's just one lady nah. there that I uh, I upset that one time. And I'm like, oh, okay, I just assumed. So, she okay, helped so us it, out it's... a couple of times that, uh, I don't know, last oh, so time things terms. didn't go so well. It was, I don't know, I think, I don't think the job went exactly to her liking, but. Uh... Oh, the real hard to please type. All right. So we'll uh, go over there and just look for cereal and then. Um, I don't know why the name sounds so familiar right now, but... Reynolds is just in the corner, and he just goes, My lord, I believe it is pronounced Silverlay. Silver. Ah, yeah, Silverlay. Colonel, the only valid man in that room. Silver. Silver. Silver cereal. Silver cereal? 
right, I'm just gonna call her cereal or just maybe sill. Yeah, just like maybe they, so, I think. I mean, what could go? I, I mean, it's not. Uh, I'll, I'll be respectful, of course. But all right, at least we know who to roughly ask for. And um, so I'm, I'm kind of. There's no really great way to say this, and I'm, and I, I, I am so sorry, but it is important. Um, so we were hired to save you, and we were never exactly compensated for saving uh, you. Yeah, and Grinnell also- mentioned this to me. Um, he said my father promised you like two thousand gold. Was it? it I I could have. I I really thought that it was more than two thousand. But I mean, hey, look, it's fine. But I I do want to also add. You know, we are going to do this delegation. We might need a little scratch for supplies. Um, I I you know I I again I hate to say it. Um, and I want this to be. You know what? How about maybe maybe the first one's for free. I'll I'll leave it up to you. But uh, saving right. you actually was kind of rough, and uh, a couple of us almost died. Actually, <clears throat> sorry to talk about you know death at a time like this. Again, condolences for your losses. But uh, what do you think we can do about that? Uh, I'll have something figured out by the time you get back. Oh, oh, oh! But we get back from doing this job because you know this was a, yeah, uh, I, the first look, job. I, I don't understand really how all the finances work here. I can talk to Grinnell over there. Uh, maybe yeah. he can help us out. You just got to give the order, you know, and we'll just fill. You you never have to think about it again until you know we you know do another job for you. Yeah. Well, uh, Grinnell, did he perhaps have any anything set aside for this uh, ransom I fund? Check. I can check. I, I think I know where he might have kept such a thing. And he walks out of the room. Comes back a couple minutes later. He has a big bag of coins, and he says, "Yep." kept it this he had this set aside in his uh personal safe in the in the in the room it looks like uh, no it's much bigger than that one that adderthorn found we got paid um he hands it to adderthorn and just goes i think this was intended for you uh use it well i guess based on the comparison in size to our small halfling friend who's not that strong is it like half of his size? Like how? <laughs> this is <laughs> Can like. You tell how much. This is also um, a small halfling who's obsessed with gold and would like want to know. Like, like he might so have you a look good inside. Estimate. It's platinum pieces inside. <gasps> All platinum. Oh it's God. about the size of like both of your fists combined, and then some. Um, you estimate this probably like two hundred and fifty platinum. Who? I keep getting paid help, help the kid this at the very least here like holy crap he pays and just to reiterate look i don't understand how all of the finances are working and suddenly i'm in charge of them so i don't know how sustainable that is going to be for every single job but maybe it is i don't know i don't have anything to go off of holy oh no this, this is a crap. great this is a great starting rate i mean we did just you know save your I, life and it like i was been. saying i i i this might not be doable for every job on my well, end. Scruttled well, in the course, background, wanna... just like shake his head, like no, not that much. Not no. that much. <laughs> Gregor, please. It's a, I know, I know. I just don't, I know it was Grunnel. a rough time. It's Draco's Grinch. feelings on taxes. Now I'm slightly worried. You know, but uh, no, I mean, all right. All jokes aside, hey, I thank you. I know this is uh, a rough time, and yeah, 
just uh as far as someone giving advice on money just don't ask the just don't ask buckwheat he'll uh he, he that guy's got some weird ideas about things I, I don't know how he makes all the money that he does but the guy has a gift but anyway don't ever take his so, advice so he's he's got a gift for making money but i shouldn't ask him Let's okay. just say there might be more sound investments out there, and you could. Mm, all right. Yeah, this one might be tapped Is this out. Insider trading now. No, it's just like you're and when you're when you're. <laughs> let's just say when you're building the pyramid, you want to be on top, and you'd be coming in kind of late. So anyway, don't oh. worry. That's a, that's an economics lesson all for right. another time. Okay. So well, go have fun with your cereal, I guess. I mean, silver, 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 silver. Like. Silver overlay. Okay. Uh, All right. Reynolds well, is just rolling his eyes. I really, I really thought that there would be that Draco would have had stuff to do to keep them busy for the rest of the week. So I could just say that Adderthorn is probably going to go around and help Ditka spread the word that the new lord, the new lord, is a strong lord, and he and, pays well. And yeah, that he, uh, he's a friend of the people. Yeah. You're going to share that, right? <clears throat> Maybe. No, oh, man. of course he's he is about if if you do a job, you pay your people first. Like that was one of the things that Mike always taught him. Down to earth, good guy. Yeah, sweet. Guy. Mike probably gave it gave him like a meaningful look when he got handed all the money. Just like you know what you're supposed to do with that. Yeah, I know. Pay the crew. Yeah, like you always said. All right, Mike. Well. Hey, I mean, I'll probably see you around. And damn it, I forgot to ask him for a better stone that doesn't go. Ah, oh, crap. All right. Well, maybe next time. Yeah, just anyway. Well, uh. Yeah, he just looks at you. He goes, I'll see what I can do getting you a two way sending stone. I know. I mean, we have important information too. We're not just as beck and call, right? I think it's a respect thing. But look, you know. he. Give him some time. He'll figure it out. Like I said, he at least knows he has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, that's going to say it's a good thing. We'll straighten him out. Appreciate it. All right. That's I guess that's Adderthorn's stuff. And he's just going to keep having shit dreams, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, maybe he should probably talk to Ray's about that before they go there. He's going to try and talk, and he will try and talk to the voice in his dreams before he goes there. Um, basically, Ray's, um, sometime during the last week, just for a few days, heads back out to the woods where she hasn't been in, like, a month where she, um, just had been living, basically. Uh, same place she's been living for the past three years, just to pick up a few things and kind of check around to see if anything's changed, if anyone in particular has happened to stop by. So, I guess we're all investigation. Okay, do I have... No. Cool. How long does she disappear for to do this? Probably gonna be three or four days. Well, it depends how far huh? out she lives. Two or three days, I would say. Adderthorn's definitely gonna ask where she went. That's, uh... 18. Okay, um... So, almost everything is exactly as you remember it. Um, you do find... Um, I'm gonna say Sylvan also has a written... A way to does. write it. Um, you also do find um, a small bracelet made out of just this beautiful pale birch wood. And engraved in it is a seven-point star superimposed over a diamond, which is a symbol that you saw um, in relation to Mother quite a few times. Oh, okay. 
And in Sylvan, um, you recognize um, writing that just says, be safe. Yeah, no, she's probably going to be gone easily three or four days because she just kind of sits there, sees that, and just breaks down. So yeah, she'll come back and she's wearing that. Anything else from anyone? Aerothorn wants to ask good. her where she went, but I don't know if we, we want can, to. We can do that at the beginning of the... Just like whisper and get the funeral to each other or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's what we're coming back to is the funeral. <laughs> yeah, that's at the end of the two weeks is the funeral. Funeral Ooh. episode! I'm assuming yeah. Harry secured his, his dirge. And honestly, yeah. he probably spent the... In, well, I guess he did some investigation stuff. I'll have to figure out what he did, but... Um, yeah. Adderthorn, if 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 Adderthorn could help on that, he would be around, and Adderthorn would like to look into like the creepy stuff that's happening around the like with the mind flares and crap. And as he's doing his thing, he wants to investigate. So, if you All want right. to team up and tell us what you're doing, because Adderthorn is curious, he thinks you're a cop. I mean, sorry, we don't have to get into that right now. I was just like, I'm, I want to no, know I was more like, about he the is story. A cop. Yeah, yeah. So you admit it finally. He's a cop. He's uh, he's told you he's a cop. Well, I mean, he's insinuated. I mean, he that tried he's a to cop. like play it off as like, oh no, I'm not a guy. Like I just did this thing, but now he considers himself a cop. All right, good to know where his loyalties lie. Oh boy, I'm just missing. Well, kind of. He's kind of bored with it, you know. He's How a cop he... for a week, man. This is kind of boring. Time to All find right, a new trade job. the cap thing. <laughs> just like man, this. this ship is just like the other one. He's like, this is like adventuring, but not as exciting. That's fair. There's a lot less treasure in it, too. The Chaos Module is David as the DM, Taya playing Ray's Viridian, Justin playing Adderthorn Lightfoot, Jacob playing Buckwheat Alder, Alex playing Eustace Baker, and Miles playing Harry Haywire. Music and editing are by David. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Chaos Module. If you enjoyed it, do us a favor by following and rating us on whichever platform you're using to listen, and make sure to share this show with your friends so they don't miss out.